Hi, this is Trip Rogers. I'll have Trip's take in just a moment. Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's take. If you've listened to Trip's take, you know I am an avid movie buff, and I have some real concerns about the movie theater business. Well, I had an experience the other day that just still has me shaking my head, and I really want to share it with you because... The aftermath is what really kind of bothered me. First, let me just recap in case you've not heard this. I love going to the movies. As soon as AMC offered their A-list subscription, I subscribed. Why? Because I would go to two or three movies a month, and they let you go to two or three movies a week if you wanted to. And heck, it wouldn't be surprising if I went to two or three movies in a week. That's the kind of guy I was. That's how much of an avid movie buff I was. The thing about the movie business is, as I've learned over the years, movie theaters don't really make money on ticket sales for movies. Their moneymaker is concessions. That's their lifeblood. So when I would go to the movies, I'd always buy popcorn. I'd always get a soda. And I would especially at AMC theaters because they had freestyle soda machines And it was the only place besides Checkers in New Jersey I could get Mr. Pibb, which I happened to love. So when I moved down to Savannah and found out there were two AMC theaters in town, I was happy as could be. I had my A-list subscription. I even signed my fiance up and we would go to the movies two or three times a month and it would pay for that subscription. Now, I would go to movies also on days off because I worked in retail, so I would have to work on weekends. And, of course, my fiance's off because she has a normal 9 to 5 Monday through Friday job, and she was off on weekends. So when we'd get a chance to go to the movies, that was kind of our time, and it got us away from you know the everyday of the house. And, again, I love going to the movies. And... With my days off during the week and nobody was around, well, I'd go to the movies because it was a good way to kill a couple of hours and get me out of the house and just so I could relax and I, again, enjoyed going to the movies. Heck, I would see the same movie two or three times if I really liked it. Well, then they started to eliminate afternoon matinee performances. Remember, you could go to the movies 1 o'clock, 12.30, there'd always be a movie. Maybe early afternoon you could see one. Uh Uh-uh. First movie they had, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, my fiancé got off of work at 5, and she'd be home by 5.30. So unless it was a really, really special movie and I really wanted to see it on my day off, I wouldn't go to the movies because that's not fair. I mean, on a day off, she would expect me to be home. So that was the first time I really started to have some issues with AMC. Well, then the other part of the problem is here in Savannah, there were a couple of other movie companies that were involved, theater companies that were here, but they quickly closed down within the first six months I lived here. In fact, there's an AMC 11 that was next door to a Regal 10plex right next door. Well, when we went to see the movies about a week before Thanksgiving, we noticed that the Regal was dark. A week before Thanksgiving, one of the biggest movie times of the year, and your parking lot is dark on a Friday night? Come to find out, they had closed down. 
So AMC now had a monopoly in Savannah. They were the only game in town. They had the 10plex on Stevenson, and they had the 11plex, which was behind the Savannah Mall. Now, I should mention that the Savannah Mall is something I talked about in a previous trip stake. It is a dying mall. There is nothing in there. And being behind it really does not help you because, again, it's not attracting folks to that part of town. The one thing that that AMC theater had going for it is it had what was called Big D, which was they had decent seats and it was a bigger screen and the the projection, it was the biggest theater and it was also, you know, nice and loud. It had the Dolby and the whole nine yards. And I enjoyed seeing movies in there. But again, as I mentioned, no more afternoons for me. So if I want to see a movie in the afternoon, I have to get in the car and drive all the way to Pooler, which is not bad because I used to drive an hour, hour and a half to go to the movies so I could sit in reclining chairs and drink my freestyle Mr. Pibb at AMC. It was an hour and a half away from me. That's how much of a fan I was. I was so happy when AMC and Brick remodeled that cut my commute time in half. It was only 45 minutes for me to go there. And again, I would go to the movies a couple times a week. Well, I started to have some bad experiences at AMC. The theater became, the the bathrooms were a mess. Uh, they, they started having issues with, uh, not scheduling movies or having issues with projectors. In fact, one time we showed up for a movie and they said, oh, we have an issue with it. you got to move next door. It was a half hour later. So we were basically an hour early for a movie. Really? Really, guys? Well, then the service really got bad and you kept seeing different people when you'd go in like from one week to the next. And I was kind of concerned. But again... This is the way the economy goes, but I was an AMC A-list member and they kept getting my 20 plus bucks a month, actually 40 plus bucks a month because we had two subscriptions. But as time went on in 19, in 2019, I really started to get disgusted. And I said to my fiance, Sandy, I don't know if I want to keep this going because I'm just not going as much. No afternoons really, really cut back on my movie going. And if we really wanted to enjoy ourselves and go to the theater with the nice reclining seats in the whole nine yards, we could get in the car and drive a half hour up to Pooler. But again, the convenience of the fact that AMC was right here made me put up with the issues. And again, it's the only game in town. When you have a monopoly, you don't really have to work at it. So again, the bathrooms and the maintenance got worse and worse. The people kept coming in and out. It was the only game in town, and you put up with it. Finally, I said I've had enough. I stopped my A-list subscription, and that was in January of 2020. Well, we all know what happened. The pandemic closed theaters a month later. The last movie I went to see before the pandemic hit was, believe it or not, Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, we didn't see it in, we actually, yes, we did see it in that AMC theater. So theaters were closed. And I kind of hoped that perhaps maybe, you know, AMC would think about closing one of the two theaters and maybe putting a little money into it and try and improving the movie going experience. But again, people very, very leery about going to the theater. 
And again, I mentioned the fact that AMC and theaters themselves make their money off of concessions. So if you go there, like I said, I always like to buy at least a soda, but I would also get, I'd pay the $5 for the soda and I would get the popcorn too. Now, again, I had one of their loyal list or, or loyalty clubs, so I would get a discount on buying that and stuff. And, and I made sure I would always get it when I'd go there. Of course, one of the great things about the AMCs down here is they had this popcorn bucket refill program where for five bucks you get this bucket refilled every time you go to the theater i thought that was wonderful i thought it was really cool didn't have this in new jersey but they had it here and i thought it was one of the great things but again sometimes it was a hassle and we would like to have a couple of buckets and you're allowed to refill so we would bring two buckets have them fill the one that was good for that year dump it out into the other bucket, and then have them refill the other one. Yeah, we had to do that. They were a stickler on that. But that's okay. I, I, I get it. I understand. So the theaters reopened, and I went back, wondering if the experience would change. And it didn't. Now, I should mention at this point, I had sometimes tweeted my dissatisfaction on what was happening in a theater with a movie or with something happening in the theater. I would tweet it before the movie started and AMC would then direct message me and ask me about it. And I would tell them about the problems. They also made the mistake, or I guess the customer service practice of sending me and asking me to fill out a survey. And each and every time I filled it out very frankly, and I was telling them I was very dissatisfied. So we're now into 2021 and they have reopened theaters. Well, first of all, I guess you could say they reopened the theater Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and some selected Tuesdays. Remember Tuesdays was $5 Tuesdays, AMC. Yeah. And AMC's ads on television and online talked about the movie experience. That's what you get from AMC. Well, the movie experience I was getting here in Savannah was not good. Well, the other night topped it all. We go to the theater and we're going to see The Kingsman. Now, this is a movie that was a prequel to The Kingsman movies of a couple years ago. And I've been looking forward to seeing this. This was the first movie that was canceled and we weren't able to see. It was supposed to be out in February of 2020. They had delayed it this long. So it finally came out. We go to the theater, we get online, and of course we have to wait 10 minutes because there's only one person who is taking tickets to get our tickets. And we go to buy popcorn, and we are told there's no popcorn. No popcorn in a movie theater. None. you got to be kidding me. So what was the sense of the bucket that we bought? So I had to run that out to the car. Okay, let's get some candy. What? There's no candy? What? The only thing you can sell us is pizza. I don't want pizza. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, I'll get a drink. We get drinks, and we go to the freestyle machine. Half of the selections are grayed out. They don't have them. Now, by this point, I was, I was kind of upset. And again, this is continuing the ongoing dissatisfaction with AMC. So I posted on Facebook about the fact there was no popcorn. I listed the theater, and I also posted it in a local neighborhood site we have, saying that, you know, I was really upset. Oh, that was a mistake. 
my fiance said she was upset too, which started a huge flame war of post people on our side and one person just basically saying we were bad mouthing a local business that was trying to feed people and all this. And I mean, it went over the top. Now, we did not bash the business. We just said there was no popcorn. And this person went over the edge. Finally, I, I, I messaged and I said, would you tell me what your connection is to the theater? Because obviously you either own it, which is impossible because I'm an investor. It's a publicly traded company. Or you know somebody who works there. Well, she just sat there and berated my fiance, berated me, also got into a, 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 a arguments with other people who defended us. And finally, the moderator on the web on the on the group just shut down comments from it. And I was a little upset about this. But the thing that bothered me more than anything else is what was her connection? Like I said, I am a shareholder in AMC. I bought it because, like I said, I'm a movie guy. And, and and I don't own a lot of stock, but I am a shareholder. So she couldn't own the theater, and it's not franchised. They're all company-owned. So we looked it up. Her husband was the manager of the theater. Okay, makes sense why she defended him, but she went over the top. Well, the thing of it is, is that afterwards, I got another email from AMC saying, share your experience. And I did on Twitter and on Facebook, and I put the hashtag ShareAMC on it. I also put the hashtag EpicFail, because I wrote, no popcorn or candy available. Very disappointing. I haven't seen anything on my Facebook page or on my Twitter feed yet, but I imagine what this woman finds out, she's going to berate me all over again. And I expect to get an email or a direct message from AMC asking me to talk about my experience again. The problem is, how many times are you going to do it? And I understand this, support your local business. I did not berate anybody who worked there. I did not yell. I did not scream. I did not say anything. I did not make a scene. I merely stated my dissatisfaction on Facebook. And this lady took me to task. Well, again, now I know why she did it, and I posted that reason online. She didn't get a chance to respond because, as I said, they shut down the post. But I got to tell you something, folks. I work, I'm an hourly employee, and if our business continued to treat people the way they've been treating people, the business wouldn't be there. It wouldn't be open. And I get that theaters are clinging to life because of the problems with COVID. But come on, what happened to a civil discourse, a conversation? Not, on, uh, not in these days of social media. You're allowed to sit there and scream at people and say that they're doing things even when they aren't. And if you misinterpret them, again, that's the problem with written words. You can misinterpret what their intent is. When you talk to somebody, you can understand whether they're being sarcastic, funny, flippant, angry, whatever. When it's written on a page or on a website or on an email, you don't know what their intent is. So I guess you're asking yourself, what am I going to do? Well, I've resigned myself to the fact that if I want to go and enjoy the movies, I'm not going to be doing it at an AMC in Savannah. 
I'm going to have to go to Pooler, get in the car and drive. And it's a shame because I really think the convenience of not having to drive in the car to go to the movies outweighs the, you know, the, the want need for the comfortable seat. And now the popcorn, which you couldn't get. Now, supposedly they said they had a run on it, but I still don't understand why they didn't have any and why it got this bad. I mean, at this point, they could have gone to the store and bought popcorn just so they could have some or even buy bags of it, you know, at the local warehouse or whatever. They didn't. It's a shame. AMC has brought a lot of pleasure to people over the years. As they mentioned, it's 100 years that AMC has been around. I kind of wonder if they're going to make it to 101 or 102. They keep running their business the way they are. That's going to do it for Trip Takes for December 23rd, 2021. I want to take a second to wish you a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Kwanzaa, and I hope you enjoy the holiday season with the ones you love. If you've got a comment or question on this edition of Trip's Take or anything, just email tripstake at gmail.com. Hey, be on the lookout if you're a fantasy football for my other podcast, The Fantasy Sultans with Mike Sheck. You can also find it on Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, and other podcast hosts. And this week, we do Fantasy Festivus and the airing of our fantasy grievances. Hey, if you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, listen to WTRSradio.com online. Join us again next week for another edition of Trip's Take. For now, I am Trip Rogers. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the holidays and make it a great one.